Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about one of the weirdest reasons why the U.S. doesn't use the metric system and what Mars quakes have helped us learn about the interior of Mars. Let's satisfy some curiosity. You might have heard that the United States is one of three countries that doesn't use the metric system. Well, first of all, your leader of COLA would like to have a word. And second, even if we do use the metric system less than other countries do, you shouldn't blame us. You should blame pirates. That's right. If it weren't for pirates, Americans might be measuring everything in metric. So first, let me do some myth busting. Americans do use the metric system for tons of stuff besides chemistry class. I mean, think about it. You buy wine in 750 milliliter bottles and you take medicine dosed in milligrams. All nations have adopted the metric system to some degree. It would be more accurate to say that its use is more optional in America. The United States officially adopted the metric system in 1893. The government just never required anybody to use it. But in the early days, America used a hodgepodge of different measurements which made interstate commerce chaotic. So in the first ever State of the Union address in 1790, George Washington tasked Congress with adopting a standard measurement system. At the time, the Secretary of State was Thomas Jefferson, and he was a fan of France. He thought they had the system the U.S. needed. So in 1794, scientist Joseph Dombey set sail from France to bring America the metric system. He brought along a meter stick and a copper cylinder called a grav, which was later renamed as the kilogram. Dombey seemed like a great messenger since he'd sailed the Atlantic before, but he was super unlucky. On previous trips to collect plant samples in South America, his collections had been seized by various governments. And this voyage turned out to be his worst. A storm knocked him off course from Philadelphia all the way down to the Caribbean and into the clutches of British privateers, pirates employed by Great Britain to plunder enemy ships. Dombey's mission to bring the grave to America sent him to an early grave. He died in prison on the British-controlled island of Montserrat. His ship's contents were auctioned off and eventually reached America, but by then, Jefferson was no longer Secretary of State, and his successor did not have the same passion for the project. The grave eventually fell into the hands of a land surveyor named Andrew Ellicott. He's the guy who completed the design of Washington, D.C. His family passed down the grave until 1952, when a descendant donated it to a museum. So now, the grave is finally surrounded by people who appreciate its worth. But universal adoption of the metric system in the U.S.? Well, thanks to pirates, that pretty much ended up dead in the water. NASA's InSight mission has given scientists a treasure trove of data about Mars since it began in 2018, and that's led to a flurry of new discoveries. One of the most recent? Some unanticipated new findings about the interior of the red planet, all thanks to Mars quakes. That's right, earthquakes on Mars. One tool the InSight lander brought along to Mars was a very sensitive seismometer, which it used to collect data from over 700 Mars quakes. 
Marsquakes are a little different from earthquakes, though. On Earth, quakes are created by our planet's seven large tectonic plates moving in relation to one another. But Mars has only one plate. But it turns out that one plate is all it takes to make a quake. You see, Mars is gradually losing its heat to space. As it cools, the plate shrinks. And as it shrinks, it deforms and cracks. That sends seismic shockwaves rippling through the planet. Mars quakes are much weaker than Earth's quakes. Most are less than magnitude 4.0, barely enough to rattle your dishes. But even these small seismic events can give us lots of information. That's because as seismic waves travel through a planet, their speed and shape can help scientists figure out what the different parts of the planet are made of. The analysis focuses on about 35 Mars quakes between magnitudes 3.0 and 4.0. Using this data, scientists could reconstruct the planet's current composition as well as its geological evolution. The results showed a few unexpected characteristics about our neighbor planet. So Earth has a solid crust and a molten mantle, which surround an iron and nickel core. Mars has these layers, too, and each of them were the subject of a deep analysis. So here's what scientists found. While the outer part of Earth's core is liquid, the inner core is solid. But Mars has a completely liquid core, and it's much larger than scientists expected. The core extends over halfway from the center. It contains nickel and iron like our core, but also lighter elements like hydrogen and oxygen. Those lighter elements are what scientists think keeps the core liquid. And because of the relatively large size of the core, Mars has much less mantle, that liquid rock layer between the crust and the core. The crust is thinner than expected, too. It also appears to have some additional internal structure, possibly two or three layers. But aside from its current geology, one of the most important questions that Insight set out to settle was to understand the planet's geological evolution. Scientists believe that Mars was completely molten at one point, but then eventually cooled into the three-part structure it now has. Until now, we only knew about the internal structure of Earth and the Moon. But thanks to research like this, we know more about terrestrial planets. Now we can apply that knowledge to the rest of our solar system and beyond. The rest of the terrestrial planets. I like it. Let's recap today's takeaways. Well, we learned, bizarrely, that if it weren't for pirates, the United States might have adopted the metric system a lot sooner. And its use would probably be a lot more widespread today. In 1794, then-Secretary of State Thomas Jefferson decided to convince his government to adopt France's measurement system, so France sent over a scientist with a meter stick and a kilogram cylinder. But that scientist was captured by pirates, British privateers specifically, and he died in a British prison. By the time the meter stick and the kilogram cylinder made their way to the States, there was a new Secretary of State in town and he wasn't all that interested in his predecessor's pet project. The U.S. did officially adopt the metric system in 1893, but they never required anyone to use it, and that's how we got to this hodgepodge of measurements we have today. Strange tale. By the way, we've talked a little about the difference between pirate and privateer on this podcast. At an early point of contention among us and our listeners. It was. It was like one of our first complaint messages. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the... 
first and one of the only cor- like one of like two corrections we've ever issued was around Francis Drake. Maybe we'll be touching on that again because uh, I know International Talk Like a Pirate Day is coming up soon. I've got to tell you, Ashley, I am proud that this entire episode you're listening to right now is not going to include any pirate puns. In fact, the local Renaissance Fair just over the border in Wisconsin, closest one to us, my wife's been talking to me about going all year. And I finally looked at the calendar a couple weeks ago and I was like, all right, this is the only weekend we can go. And I looked at the Ren Fair and it's pirate weekend. And I was like, we're not going this year. Oh, come on. I don't don't know what it is. I guess I'm the fun killer. If you've ever listened to this show, you know, we like puns. I can't do it. I like something about pirate puns. I just can't. I couldn't. I was like, I cannot spend my weekend going up there and having people be like, or do you want a drink? Like, I, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do well, pirate puns. I mean, I guess instead you could go to a Mexican restaurant and have margaritas. <laughs> no! No! Stop it! <laughs> it's only for love of our listener. I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> oh, deep breath. Okay. Well, we also just learned a ton about the interior of Mars. Mars. I, <laughs> I saw it in your eye. It's like, oh, how can I how can I get through this sentence without saying the name of the planet? <sighs> Mars quakes recorded by NASA's InSight lander have shown scientists that the red planet is made up of a crust, mantle, and core, just like Earth, but its core is liquid and bigger than ours. And its mantle is smaller than ours. And its crust is just one big plate, not the seven tectonic plates we Earthlings know and love. We always get really excited about launching things to Mars. And then I feel like this, the excitement kind of dies down and people sort of forget about the fact that those things that we launch to Mars are teaching us stuff all the time, right now. And so it's really cool to get these kinds of discoveries back and be like, oh, actually, yeah. Remember when we sent Insight to Mars? Well, we just learned a ton of stuff. I love that. I was pretty excited when you when you pitched this and the headline is like, what we learned from going to Mars. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every, <laughs> like every other day, it's like, we're going to Mars to learn stuff. Hey, we sent this thing to Mars to learn stuff. And then I was like, what? What, what have we? All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just like, it's not just like performance art. Like, we're actually getting stuff out of this. We sure are. Thank goodness there's no pirates in space yet to stop those things we're sending up there. Some might call. No, they wouldn't. Today's writers were Steffi Drucker and Brianna Brownell. Our managing editor is Ashley Hamer. Our producer and audio editor is Cody Goff. Well, now that you know about my weird feelings around pirate puns, I can't wait to see Twitter when I wake up. So thanks in advance for whatever I'm going to get in my inbox. And hey, don't forget to join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. That doesn't sound any, that sounds like a wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Not going to do it. Yeah. (laughs) Walk the plank. And until then, (laughs) no. (laughs) Arr. And until then, and until then, stay curious.